it has been said, and once again, the boys are back in town. It is. Check the vending machines, weekly pop culture action. I'm Jason. That's Zach. What's going on, man? Not much, man. It's a, you know, it's a dreary overcast day, which is the 180 from what I had yesterday where I got slightly sunburned hanging out at the pool. So it's, uh, yeah. It's a weird boomerang effect we got going on in the Carolinas, but well, you know, it's because Al Gore made us watch a DVD <laughs> in middle school. It's all Al Gore's fault. That damn. I movie. asked my my wife is younger than me by a little <laughs> bit, and I asked her, "Did you guys have to watch that movie in school?" And she's like, "What?" I never had to watch that movie. Inconvenient truth. You never had to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Our middle school made us watch it. I'm surprised they didn't make you watch it. No, I never had to watch it. Yeah, dude, my, our middle school made us watch. I, I was in math class. Well, that's not a math class. Yeah, video. well, I mean, the math to calculate your impending doom, I guess. I, I guess know. so. I figured that'd be more of like a science class. You, th- video. you would think so, right? You that's would what I would so. think. Uh-oh. Oh, come on. Uh-oh, lost your Zach. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. That was weird. I right, got your back. Um, no, yeah, we had to watch it then, man. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, though. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out this summer, man. Movie Dude, wise, I'm telling you. Yesterday, I watched Spider Man. I haven't watched that yet. I'm probably gonna watch it. I don't know. I'm working the mornings this week, so I'll have like my afternoons free. So I might try to watch it like Monday or Tuesday or something like that because I do want to watch it because I liked the first one. Yeah, a lot. This one uh, is was was really really good. Okay, I really really liked the new Spider Verse movie, but I forgot they they stopped marketing it as part one. Remember they were marketing it as part one for a while. I know it's I know there is already a, the the next one is coming out like next year. Yeah, like but I remember when they announced this movie, they were like calling it like across Spider Verse Part One or were something they? like that. They're they're marketing that. it as huh. the news was all about how this is the first part. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like I, the movie ends with a cl- like a clear heart to be continued. Okay, Jesus. And then we we were all like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that they this is like they are doing this. Like, they called yeah. it like a part one, in like the news releases for." When I wonder why they took the part one off because yeah, especially if it's going to end with like a hard, this isn't over yet. Well, they changed the name. The last movie they changed the name. Wait, like to, the first one. The, the like the the ones coming out next year the last there's only three movies to doing right so it's into the spider verse across the spider verse and ac- across the, no uh, beyond the spider verse beyond the spider verse yeah but i was pretty sure when they announced it it was just across the spider verse part one part two and i think they changed it that sounds familiar kind of like how avengers was like avengers infinity war one and two yeah and then, and then they, they changed it to Endgame. yeah, yeah and they changed it um, and maybe there's just working titles for part one, part two, but yeah, that makes, I mean, that makes sense to me at least. It was a clear, clear hard ending on this one with a to be continued and everyone was like, Oh wait, we forgot. I'm sure there's some marketing shit that it's like, Oh, people don't like the part one, part two anymore. It's better if you just give them distinct names. It's a mission impossible that. That's true. Mission Impossible is doing the old sh- old school shit. They're doing the fucking Harry Potter shit with the fucking yeah. Dead Reckoning Part One, and I guess Part Two. Is you see that article about how he's about how he's he's whining. Right I now. saw that on Twitter post where he was whining because Oppenheimer stole all the IMAX screenings or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, and saw I was like, that well, too. first of all, 
it's a Nolan movie. Of course, it's going to get all IMAX screaming. I'd be more upset with the Barbie movie. Why aren't you being more upset? Why is Barbie taking up IMAX? I well, I think it's going to have more viewers. Um, mm. I think it's hilarious that he that if that's true that he's being a whiny baby about it because yeah. apparently he's like going to all these different like theater yeah. owners and is like personally showing them the movie and being like it's better than Oppenheimer. And I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a fun movie, but I don't think it'll probably. I don't think it'll be a better movie than well, this is. Well, this is one of those scenarios where you get you pull the film bro out and be like, yeah. "Well, what's a better film?" I mean, <laughs> a know? historical drama from Christopher Nolan. I feel like it's probably going to be a better movie than Mission Impossible. Movie, will it be as fun? Probably not. But it'll probably no, be no, a better it's fun. Movie. But it's a more you know guaranteed. Not even seeing it, it's going to be a more interesting shot movie. Yeah, just the way it's, sure. it's the technology it's filmed on. You know, he films. I mean, it's going to take more advantage of the IMAX. I feel like for sure. Yeah. I mean, Mission Impossible's got like the stunt work, but other than the stunt work, there's really not a whole lot visually going on in Mission Impossible. Well, here's the thing: I can call, I can name maybe three things that are going to happen in Oppenheimer, just by guessing. Okay. Right. One, we're going to see a test bomb. Well, yeah. Two, it's the end with him with the actual bombs. Yeah. And then it'll end with him being like, I become death or whatever the fuck, right? That'll probably be the last line in the whole movie. Yeah. At three, those are going to be some moment where he's talking to his wife, Emily Blunt, in the kitchen being like, should I do this? Emily Blunt, his wife? I've, I've almost been like visual yeah. dark on this movie. I'm pretty sure Emily Blunt's playing his wife. But okay. there's going to be some scene where him and his wife are in a kitchen or something, and it's going to be like moody, and he's going to be like, should I become death <laughs> or something? <laughs> should I become death? It's going to happen, right? I can yeah. literally name the entire movie of Mission Impossible just by guessing. There's gonna yeah. be a running scene. There's gonna be a car chase scene. There's gonna be a, the scene where he jumps oh, up the mountain. The motorcycle. Scenes, which is he does a motorcycle jump into a base jump. Right, which is not. I, I think people really overstate this. Imp, I love stunts. I love action I love movies. I love it. I love stunt performers. I think they're fantastic. I'm a huge fan of them. I love action flicks. I, yeah, it's a hist- my whole life action movies. Yeah, it's an impressive stunt. Holding onto a plane's impressive. It is. If it does not make the movie better for a narrative reason, which is most of these stunts and most of these action mission possible movies don't do that. Yeah. they're just they're just tentpole things to show, which is I cool. Would say- the one stunt that does do it, I can't remember which one it is in. I think it's in the fifth movie. The one where he does the the dive into the like server room. Like yeah. that is like a narrative tension building scene with that stunt in general. So that's nice. But yeah, yeah like it, it was cool, trainer. but underwater stuff in general, I don't think it's it's like Mario levels. <laughs> it, it sucks either way. I mean, it was cool, definitely. It was well shot, and like all these stunts are well done. Like they're not bad; they're yeah. well interesting stunts. But if I want to watch Evil Knievel, I'll watch Evil Knievel. You know, I think that it has to be a good spy movie overall. And the fact that we've been through this before, you're a bigger fan than I am with those movies. That's but true. the fact that I couldn't tell you between three and now anyone's ba- any bad guy's name. Any plot line tells you exactly why I went to the theater to watch them, and that's the detriment to the movies to me. I can tell you the plot lines, but I can't tell you any of the bad guys' names. I can tell you who played them. Couldn't tell you. Maybe. Chances are, and obviously there's been less Bond movies since then, but yeah, that's the reason why that why people freak out over Bond versus, and besides obviously the franchise history, but 
the reality is like Mission Impossible one is a ten out of ten movie. Solid. Mission Impossible three was the last to me the last great one. Oh, um, Henry Cavill was fun. I uh, yeah, I mean, Ghost Protocol was like uh, whatever. I really liked um, five. I can't remember what the fuck they're called. Um, there you go. <laughs> Rogue Nation. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> there Nation. you go. What's four? Four is Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. Okay. That's the one where they get burned by. That's with Jeremy Renner. Again. Yeah, that's the first one with Jeremy Renner. That's the one where he's like in Saudi Arabia and he climbs the building with the, building, the yeah. Spider-Man gloves. Um, and then Rogue Nation. That was the first one that brought in uh, Ferguson. Mm. Um, they had that fight in the opera or musical, some shit like that. I don't know. Right. Some theater production that they were like fighting in the catwalks. Mm. Um, this is just a ripoff of uh, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, fucking ripoff of the James Bond one. Was there a James Bond one? Or there a fight remember when he, he had the Spectre meeting in the bad movie? Oh, fuck, and they're I watching. Like, the, they're watching the, the play, and then they all look at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you mean um, yeah, in uh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum yeah. of Solace, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that happened. Why do spy movies love to do fucking opera theater plays? Because it's always the juxtaposition of having the opera violence and, and then quiet. having people like getting some, getting somebody like judo flipped yeah. on the fucking catwalk and then get shot in the head or like it's like they, they always want to have the the spy have to like f- silently fight through crowds of people mm-hmm. yeah i think that it's a it's a dumb thing to try to i get why he have to tom cruise i get why he would have to go and like try to win screens back because it's a big movie big budget yeah but like just don't try to compete with oppenheimer what is going on today, dude? Uh-oh. I lost you again. What is going on today? I don't, I don't know, know what's bro. happening. But uh, it's like, it's a dumb thing to try to lose, to try to even compete with that guy. Yeah, I don't know. It feels dumb to try to compete with Christopher Nolan at this point. It's like, come on, dude. You're just not, you're not in the same league. Yeah. That's like trying to say that your movie deserves IMAX over like Martin Scorsese. Like you just, you're not, you're not in the same room as him. Well, even that, we'll see. You know, even that, I'm fine. I'm uh, fine. You want to compete with with him? Go ahead. Like I don't care because he's a director who is out his prime. Hmm. I think he's still, he's. Good. I think his movie coming out is going to be good because based on a he book. got a new movie coming out. Yeah, Killers of the Flower, or whatever. Moon oh right, yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Which is based I keep on a book. That that's like a movie that he's making. Yeah, and it's based on a book. I haven't read the book. My dad told me the book's really great. So I assume that the movie's going to be solid. It's a crime movie. You know movie. what I haven't heard of in a while, and I feel like it got buried? It wasn't like a fucking Leonardo DiCaprio attached to like a H.H. H. Holmes? Yeah, he was. Movie. Did that movie ever like... Maybe it was just in pre-production. That was a Scorsese movie know. too, wasn't it? I think that was... Suppo- I thought it was supposed to be Scorsese and Leo too. Maybe it's just in pre-pro. Maybe. I feel like we were talking about that back when we used to talk about news, which was like five years ago. So Yeah. I think I think that was the the team, I believe. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. There's articles. Maybe about... it, maybe it was like the like the Lois and Lois and Clark HBO Casey Affleck show with David Fincher, where it was like we oh, filmed it. March never... sixth, twenty twenty three, dead at Hulu. So some that nobody's picking it up for some reason. Oh damn, that's weird. Um, I'd be more interested in that. Fuck. I'm me too. 
But no, so it's like with him, I think he's past his prime, and yeah, he, that's a small theater guy. But the new Spielberg is Nolan. Let's not let's not act like he's yeah, that's true. He's basically the new Spielberg. Yeah, just a smarter man's. Spielberg. It's like I don't know. Nolan's weird because he's like, I know he has the reputation of being like the smarter man Spielberg, but then you look at a movie like uh, Tenet, and it's like, is he the smarter man's or is he just make dumb people feel like they're smart? I would say he's both. Because look at Interstellar, like there's not a movie that Spielberg has made. I mean, Inception obviously is like a fantastic concept, but like it, it's a fantastic concept, but still, still not like it's not like it's a deep concept. No. But the point being that, like, Spielberg action blockbusters are not this deep yeah. in terms of, like, the – even though the Nolan movies aren't, like, in my in my opinion, aren't, like, this, like – Tenet is the only one that's kind of wonky because it's such a stupid concept. But, like, Inceptions, yeah. Inception and Interstellar, these are not – Inception is – or Tenet is, is his oddball for sure. Yeah, the Inception and Interstellar, those movies, like, they're they're just a little more work – than yeah a spielberg flick the real but question still... is what is his next wacky concept going to be because you know this is his pattern now yeah tenet he did dunkirk and then he did tenet so now he's doing oppenheimer that's his other mm-hmm. realistic historical movie yeah it's the one for you and now he's got to come up with a fucking dumbass concept for his next movie well i think for the one for them one for him the next yes. movie is going to be tenet 2 where they, <laughs> the main character, John David Washington, now I feel, has the, I feel bad because like I don't like hating on the movie because like he's good in it and I like him. He's not good in it. He sucks. He's he's fine in it. He's the most, the most is, boring main character spy of all time. Well, the the character is written boring. That's okay. Then he's that's his fault. He should make it interesting. Because if it was Denzel reading that script, it would have been like, well, he would have been like fucking way cooler. He's definitely not his dad, that's for sure. No, he's not. He's a fucking Nepo baby who got into business. I have a problem with these Wait, people. Wait, no, because he was in Black Klansman. He was good in Black Klansman. He was fine. I, I finally watched that. He was fine. He's a fine actor. I don't have a problem with him, that, like, like, like seriously. Yeah. But I do have a problem with, and not that it fucking matters, because what the fuck am I going to do, right? But, yeah. like, both of these guys, these two people are John David Washington who mm-hmm. is, like, a football player who, like, got hurt and then started acting. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not even for the love of the game. Now, the person yeah. I actually think is a fantastic actor who's going to have a really – I hope has a really great career, even though he's kind of old already. Same, I think probably the same age as John David Washington is Wyatt Russell. Yeah, he's been doing – he's been putting who, out some fucking I shit. think he is so killer as an actor – he hasn't yeah. really had that many roles at this point in his life. The way that I mean, his biggest thing was probably being in the Captain America show, right? Um, that was the, that's probably the most populous eyes. But I think he lodge his lodge forty nine. He was killer in that. He was good in Overlord. Yeah, he was great in Overlord. He was great in that true crime Hulu show with Andrew Garfield. Like he's he's a good actor. Mm. But he's another guy who was a hockey player first. Was he? And that's why he started acting so late. Like you look at his career, he's not—he's not like a young guy. Yeah, but he was like no, a hockey, play, like a minor league hockey player, and he was trying to go pro, and then got hurt and couldn't play. Yeah, he's anymore. still in his 30s. Like he's young as hell. But like it wasn't like he was acting at, at 16 like his dad, like his dad was. Like, he yeah. was like he got hurt playing hockey. He's like, okay, I guess I'll get into the family. I guess business. I'll join the family business. 
it's kind of like you look at pro wrestling, all these wrestlers who like are second generation wrestlers who like, yeah. I'm gonna go play football like The Rock. I'm gonna go play football. Oh, I actually like suck at football and I get hurt. I can't. I can't play football anymore. Someone call my I dad. I saw a, there was like a YouTube short that was like from an interview from him where he was talking about how he got the call from CFL and he said no, and then he was like, his dad was like, "What the fuck are you gonna do?" He's like, "I'm gonna join the business." And his dad was like, "Fuck no." Yeah, well, it's like you have all these genera- second generation wrestlers who yeah. don't even want to be there, and then Randy Orton. Yeah, I mean Cody so, Rhodes, obviously. Well, Cody Rhodes started wrestling at eighteen. Yeah, but talk, Randy Orton was th- didn't want to wrestle. Hmm. You look at his story. You listen to him talk about it. He like joined the military. Yeah, he got kicked out. He got kicked out of the military, and then he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll be a wrestler. I guess I'll be a wrestler. I guess I'll be it." You know. I mean, to be fair, he's become like one of the best wrestlers of our generation. So. Well, absolutely, but he it wasn't like he had a fire to go yeah. step in the square circle. Yeah, but I guess I mean it just gets to the point. I mean, it gets to that second, which is like you know, just because you haven't done it since you know could breathe or like make a decision for yourself, you could still put in the work and put out some decent shit. So you could, but I think there's also a thing of how many. T- second generation wrestlers or third that we see that actually aren't good at all mm. like the rock's daughter yeah i watched her do a little bit of stuff on tv and it's it's not the same thing but like roman the... reigns is like in that similar position where it's like yeah we also helped with those guys get the fucking rocket pack they get the they get the jet pack to the moon yeah i mean well now samoa uh, being a samoan in wrestling nowadays is like you're fucking an instant star almost or you're hated. Well, I mean, you're like you're immediately he's still kind of the face of the business, even though everybody fucking hates him. Well, I think for WWE fans, people like him, but I think yeah, the, I don't know. The, I mean, the, the Usos are better. I've I've enjoyed watching the Usos stuff way more. They're way more entertaining for me. But I never never really liked them. Never really enjoyed them. They've been doing but, um, good stuff with the. They're, they're fine. I, I, I think too much I, I have like, issues I with the one guy because episodes, but I've been watching the recaps and like their stuff with like the Bloodline stuff has been. They're probably the best part about any of this bloodline shit. It's not Roman. It's oh them. sure, but I would say it's not even them. That's just Sami Zayn being being better. Well, yeah. Them. Well, now it kind of feels like after Night of the Champions, it feels like they kind of like are trying to like close the book on like the yeah, same they're, they're, bloodline. They're wrapping that up. Yeah, they kind of like after they had Roman and Solo fucking face him for the tag titles, and he beat them pretty soundly. I'm like, okay, I think that they're kind of. Trying to close the book on that portion of which is dumb. Line. Let that shit go for years. Yeah, I don't know. Do you see they gave him his own fucking championship now? He already has the universal ones, and then Triple H is we're going to give you a third championship because fuck it. It's it's stupid. It's so dumb. I don't like it at all. There's no really, there's no way that that storyline is comp- like it's not even compelling enough because he's not. No, like, I, I just think don't that, find him an interesting. Like even as a heel, I don't find him interesting no. or like hateable. i think that he when they changed them to a couple years back like during the co- during covid or whenever they changed them to be i real, think it was during covid yeah when they they changed it to be real like methodical in the ring yeah and they really worked him up to be a good heel i i think that's overall better for his for the style i think it's a good He's definitely movie. better as a heel than as a baby face that's a good it's a good choice i think but Ultimately, no matter what, any day of the week, twice on Sunday, I would still pick anyone else to watch over him. Like he's, he's yeah. just not interesting to me. No, hundred um, percent. I don't think he's good on the mic. I don't think he's 
He's physically looks great, but I don't necessarily. Well, he's ter- well you know, he's terrible on the mic because they had to give him Paul Heyman. They get Paul they Heyman. Did, yeah, who are not good on the mic. So I just don't think that he's interesting as a overall package. I think he's a good looking guy. I think he can obviously wrestle pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he's got like his physicality is there, and like he's got the in ring talent. I feel like, but yeah, his mic skills are just awful. I mean, not even that. That's definitely a big part of it. But I just think that like. There's no to me the style itself is not interesting. Yeah, I mean he's like a worse version of John Cena basically, which is like he shrugs off everything. Right, I, and I think John Cena sucks. I hate yeah. John Cena. I've never like I stopped watching wrestling because of John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> I I stopped giving a shit, you know. And I don't, yeah. I don't need. I don't want to talk about. I need like you know a spot every two seconds. I just yeah. I just don't think that his actual style is interesting in terms of how he throws a punch. How he doesn't move like. Yeah, that's one reason why I think Randy Orton is such has such a long lasting career is because his he can do a match, not do anything, or never go to the top rope. But his actual physical style is good, is yeah. interesting. Like the way yeah. he, the way he moves, the way he runs the ropes, the way he does this. That's what Undertaker can lose all the athleticism for years, but just the way he moved, people liked. I didn't personally like it, but. That's the thing, you know, like yeah. KG Muto, my favorite wrestler, is the great Muto. His the way he would throw a punch was interesting. Look at look at the rock, the way he threw mm-hmm. the he like bounced, like the way he moved, like that was interesting. Yeah. But like wasn't like the rock was out there doing moonsaults off the fucking ropes, you know? Yeah. The talking part was great, obviously, and he was physically really gifted, but mm-hmm. it was he had style to it. Yeah. And to me, Roman Reigns just has real and maybe that's the style it's just boring style i don't know it just doesn't really interest know. me at all yeah i don't know i'm not that's why know. people love jeff hardy i think people jeff love Hardy's, jeff hardy that's why i think jeff hardy sucks that's why but, people like seth rollins right now he's fucking well i mean besides him being super athletic but his is just style yeah. yeah also just the of the of the of the people that should have been and rightfully so. God damn it, dude. Has, what is going on? Strap a lot, lot. The what? Oh, you, I keep losing you. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but of all of the people in the Shield that should have been the best, which, and he is, he, yeah. every now and then they bring him back in. But the rocket ship should have been on Reigns the entire time. Mm. Like, Roman Reigns should not be the the Vince McMahon love child. Like he, like he's great and whatever Dean or, uh, uh, what's his name? His real name. Uh, his current wrestling name. fuck. What is his name? My brain farting. No, it's not Dean. What the fuck is his name? I was gonna say Dean. Martin. I don't watch AEW, so I can't remember. Cause I, he's so, uh, Moxley, um, John Moxley, John Moxley. Yeah. John Moxley. Obviously, he's an indie darling. People love him from before. Yeah. He's like a hardcore kind of guy, whatever. Steve mm-hmm. Steve Austin. I think he's whatever. Yeah. But Seth Rollins or whatever, Tyler Black, whatever you want to go call him by. Yeah. It is infinitely more athletic than both those dudes. Yes. Has a wider range of moveset. Looks fine. Looks They all look the same. Him and Rollins is like brown guy, lighter guy, yeah. long hair. Right? Whatever. Talking, they're both fine. Seth Rollins is better on the mic. He's definitely better on the mic. Just the moveset alone. Just holy shit. This dude does everything. This dude can do He does a lot. He can do flips. He can do pedigrees. He can do the fucking kick. He can do he can do power slams. He can do like yeah. Everything. 
and like obviously i'm not acting like he's hasn't been given the rocket ship because he definitely has been that he's definitely more triple h's love child than roman's definitely a vince mcmahon thing yeah but and kids like roman kids like roman so i get it kids do like roman it's like kids love john cena fuck man he's that guy dude is killer man that dude's good yeah well uh that's a lot of other stuff besides what we're talking about this week that's true uh, this is a big week for another reason for us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is a big week for us. We've been waiting for it. We have. Years We've now. Wa- waiting years for it. We've talked about it. We've had discussions about it. But finally, mm-hmm. we are here to actually dissect this thing and talk about it. Zach. Yes. What are we talking about, man? We are talking about Hideko Hideki Anno's directorial... Shin Kamen Rider from Japan. The what is this? Is this like a? It's just a remake, right? Basically, retelling of the original uh, Kamen Rider series. Yeah, retelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, Jason, you know I've been excited for this, but as I was watching this movie, the only thing I could think was I need Jason to explain to me what the hell I just watched. Okay, I feel like there's a lot of references and stuff to the original Kamen Rider, and I haven't seen the original Kamen Rider. Yeah, so I feel like I missed out on a lot of probably like some of those like fan nods and stuff that he like threw in. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say to top it off that I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Right. Well, to answer your first part, uh, yeah. I haven't seen it in so long, so I'll, I'll do my best to help okay. point in directions. Uh, also, addendum to that answer is that yes. I also love Kamen Rider, but mm-hmm. I also like Black more, which is Black's mm-hmm. better version of this. Um, and then was Black to- like a... Black was just a sequel to this, right? Or No, the whole separate universe, but just the storyline's basically the same. Like, oh, this, okay. the, the, the story, like The story elements... Organization kidnaps people, makes them into a robot. Right. They, they get away, they fight the... It's just Shocker versus whatever. Yeah. Um, so this was the other thing that I didn't get. Because I know in the original, yeah, they get turned into, like, cyborgs, basically. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like that in this movie. It doesn't seem like they're robots. It seems much more like the Amazon thing, where they're, like, just, like, part of whatever animal yeah. that they're, like, split with. Like, they were in, like, Kamen Rider Amazon. I think it's... I, I took it as it's more like Black Sun. Okay. Where like they're this weird combination of things, but it's still like a cybernetic infusion yeah. type type thing is kind of how I took it. Okay. Um, where like they wouldn't have like robot limbs, but like they have it's like through science that they're made into this like amalgamation. Yeah, I mean they do look roboty, I guess. Like the spider guy's got his weird like robot helmet. Yeah. The what is she a wasp or a bee? She's a wasp, isn't wasp. she? Yeah. The wasp chick has like her like whole shit looks like on a Daft Punk almost. <laughs> right. I um, so you, you so I want to preface this real quick for my for my for my end. Yeah. I I've talked about this for years in the podcast. Yeah. I love Kamen Rider. Yes. It's my favorite Tokusatsu thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. More than Gojira, more than Gamera, Gamera. More than I love Super Sentai, but I was I, say, more than Super Sentai. I love Super Sentai. I've I've seen so much of it, and I love it. I love Power Rangers, and I love Garo, and I think Ultraman's cool. I guess sometimes, 
Um, and I like Space Sheriff. I love metal metal guys. Mm-hmm. But Common Rider has been it's been my bread and butter, man. I love yeah. this shit. I've seen almost every series mm-hmm. at least once. Yeah, the last ten years uh, a little a little wonky because <laughs> some of the shows are a little too kiddy for me. I yeah. and that's a kid show. I know that, but I prefer my shows early Heisei era, which are just J drama with rubber suits. Yeah. That's what I love. My first series of all time was Mass Rider in America. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you get to Japan. And I'm a kid, and I'm watching Kuga, and I'm watching Agito, and I'm watching uh, Ryuki. That's where I start the Heisei Beginnings. That's where I started at. Mm-hmm. That's all dark J dramas. I have a, a, a love love affair with Kamen Rider. Have loved it my entire life. Yeah. Hidekiano, I have the exact opposite love affair with, <laughs> where I think this guy. <laughs> has made some of the most pretentious fanboys of all time. He has and made pretentious I've fanboys. really just not liked... I mean, I've only seen Evangelion. I don't know what else anime he's done, if anything else. I think he's probably worked on stuff, but I think his directing has only been... I was about to say, I think his directing-wise, he's really, Evangelion's really like the I only... I know he's worked person. on other shows. He's an old guy, so I know he's, ha- he's had hands, like animation stuff on other stuff, but yeah. I know Evangelion's like his his big like his big his big creation yeah that's basically his his yeah that's like his baby basically right and as a as a famous amongst our friend group of you know excuse me evangelion hater that's right he did like gunbuster too i forgot okay i've never seen that i know what it is a game though isn't it i think so or man i'm thinking of someone else but um i don't like evangelion I finally bit the bullet we did on the podcast. We we decided we no, did. We'll, we did we'll watch the movies. Our... We did the anime too when they dropped on Netflix, didn't we? No, you you watched. Or is that it. just me? Okay, yeah, you watched it, but we this last year we watched the movies because the one yep. came out, and I said I'm gonna watch them and see, and they sucked. I mean, they <laughs> they weren't. The animation was fine. Just the story was stupid, in my opinion. I think the story was yeah. Bad. Well, I mean, the movies in particular is like. Once you get to the third movie, the story becomes really convoluted and hard to follow. Yeah, uh, and I'm not even going to get into the whole Evangelion thing, but I just did it. I don't have an appreciation for it. I don't have a love for it or nostalgia for it. Yeah. I had my, my nostalgia was wh- turning the channel away from Adult Swim in America to not watch it, to watch something else after mm-hmm. it was over. I just don't care. Yeah. I think Shin Godzilla sucked. Um... And that's coming from a fan of not Godzilla. Like I don't think Godzilla is great in general. I'm learning to I like will it say more. As a fan of Godzilla, it's fine. Right. Uh, I know what he's trying to do with it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I think it. I think it was lame. Um, yeah. I think as a his producing of Shin Ultraman. I like Shin Ultraman as a as a not hyper ultra series fan just as a casual like every couple yeah. series they might i might watch i thought it was fine yeah i liked it as a common writer fan what the fuck was this movie okay i think the move you said it was fun i think the movie was perfectly fine yeah it was fine but there are some big things that I don't understand the choice of doing. 
The one thing I don't get, and maybe this is something that isn't in the original series, but I don't like that they didn't have a transformation sequence at all. Yeah. They did the poses, and I was like, sweet, so we're like going to get the transformation, and then we never got a transformation sequence. Like, it was like Black a little bit, and in, in like the first half of Black, he didn't really transform at all. It was just like, poof, he was he was the rider, and that's kind of what this one was kind of like. I mean, I guess there was like kind of like a half-ass transformation, which is basically like he put the helmet on, and then the helmet like transformed a little bit. Mm-hmm. It went from like the motorcycle helmet to like the actual rider helmet and then the visor flipped and that was like the extent of it basically yeah but i wanted i definitely wanted to see like an actual transformation i was like kind of bummed that we didn't see that um yeah and also i I don't know what the that choice was to just not well, why would your enemy wait for you? I, I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, choice was. Yeah, I don't was. know. But then again, it's like... I mean, I feel like... From Anno's perspective, I feel like it's well known that he's a big fan of... Super Sentai and Kamen Rider and Godzilla and like all these different like... Rubber suit shows. Yeah. And I feel like for Kamen Rider in general, I feel like... I mean, you could disagree with me, but I feel like the big part of those shows in general is like the campiness of the transformations. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a huge element of it. And they definitely have a lot of the jumping henshins. Those, yeah. Those, they do a lot of those were, those were callbacks to yeah. the thing, but none of them were like, I mean, it's the, the first time he really henshins is the jump. Cause he like is on the cliff. Right. And then he jumps down and he's the yeah. rider. So or even on the bike, the, uh, like the bike reference was that's definitely a reference to the original show. Oh, the bike actually transforming, yeah, yeah, and like, but none of them because they don't really do. From my memory, and I could be wrong, mm-hmm. I don't remember much of it being like classic henchins you think of, where like it's armor, it's just the belt would do a noise, yeah, and then the belt would like they would do it like an emission of color, okay, and then and then they would cut to him like in costume Interesting. whereas in this one he seems to just constantly be in the costume he's basically in the costume the whole time the only thing that really changes is the helmet like even when he's not transformed he's still like wearing the body armor right and you never see him actually do the henshin poses or call it were those so, like, poses that they did at the end like not the henshin poses they were but it's about like they oh, never okay. like have him like in clothes do oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole shebang and then the colors and then he jumps and then he's in costume mm-hmm. they don't really do that um for whatever choice i assume for re- like reality gritty type Maybe, purposes yeah. um which i whatever fine with like that was to me that portion of direction while it did bother me for a second mm-hmm. i never really thought about it because i was like okay he's building this grounded world yeah We'll leave it there. But then you see Ryder 2 do it. And I'm like, okay, so yeah, Ryder 2 does it. Okay, I will say also for me personally, I didn't really like Hongo as a writer in general. Mm -hmm. I was much more invested in Ichimanji. 
Yeah. And I'd actually like to see a sequel just to see him as a writer because I feel like I'd be more invested in him as a writer than I was in Hongo. I get I get that for this movie. Absolutely. And no. the way this movie was, he's immediately more of an interesting character. Yeah. Or at least more He's got like more personality. Hongo's kind of like just a sad sack the whole fucking time and is like yeah. a wet blanket with just yeah. like letting everything happen to him. Ichimanji felt much more like dynamic and was like... I mean, the very first thing, once he like clears his brainwash and he's like not nah, bird not nah, bitch i'm a free bird you can't yeah. fucking chain me down yeah i completely agree um in that the henshin stuff i thought was gonna was gonna bug me but i didn't even think about it until mm-hmm. after the movie mm-hmm. what bugs me about this movie initially mm-hmm. or even not initially even having a couple of days to think about it mm-hmm. and talking to my wife about it because my wife saw it with me yeah my wife has zero common rider knowledge or tokusatsu knowledge she knows what power rangers is right and that's it never mm-hmm. watched the show she's not a dweeb when it comes to this type of stuff yeah the most she sees of tokusatsu is when i send her cringy tiktoks of white dudes <laughs> doing morphs <laughs> that's it that's the most she knows or yeah. if i tell her about it that's mm-hmm. that's it and our theater was full of those cringy white dudes. Oh, my computer was full of them too, yeah. <laughs> those cringy white dudes who are for sure doing the morphs and the henshin sequences in the parking oh, lot. Well, it's like, uh, I didn't really tell you too much about it, but like I walked into my theater and the guy was talking about the differences between Kamen Rider and Super Sentai to like a couple of other people that were like there early. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's right. This uh, is what happens when you go to like a fandom screening. Like they're actually or anime, like, yeah, go go to an anime yeah. movie." But like, I walked in and I I went to go get popcorn salt mm-hmm. for us, and I was walking back through the, the hallways of the theater. It was a smaller theater. Yeah, and I passed by three people wearing trench coats, <laughs> and I was like, "I hope this is not a you know a dark night scenario. Uh, this better not be not for sure. You know, but like I was like, oh wait, we're seeing Kamen Rider. Of course they're wearing trench coats, fucking losers, <laughs> dude. And I mean that I mean that like in a fun way, losers. Yeah. Because no, oh, no, no I, one no one in my theater was was out of place. Like everyone was yeah. perfectly respectful during the movie. I, I was expecting someone to like yell henshin or something goofy. Well everyone I was, was expecting good. it too because the one guy one of the the guy who I've first heard talking about the Super Sentai and Kamen Rider stuff when I uh when I came in, like one of the last things he said before he like sat down, he was like, oh. "Yeah, man, people are about to get fucking. I can't wait for people to start cheering for certain things." And I was like, "Please, God, no! Please don't! I just do want to watch the movie. Please don't cheer." Yeah, my theater was was also because the volume of my movie was too low. Oh, was it? So like oh. you can like hear breathing. Oh, mine was not. So you can like hear was, people breathing. So like volume. people were like, I think people that's too low. I think people would mean they're like, yeah, it's, this volume is too low. Let's not. Maybe if it was louder, people would have been more cringe. Yeah. But everyone was was solid. I was telling my wife this in the theater because there's only like probably like 35 people in the movie theater or whatever. It was, it was, it was a small theater, so it was half packed probably. Yeah. And we had enough space where seats between people. Yeah. And I told my, told my wife, I was like, listen, all these TikToks I sent you of people like pretending to henshin pretending to transform. I, I use the American word. It's like pretending <laughs> to do morphs, pretending to be in a Power Ranger scene. Cause there's yeah. so I send her so many of like, do we be looking at these people? Weeaboos who are like, ha- who buy the, 
the belts and buy the swords and like they'll like, yeah. pretend they're in a scene mm-hmm. or they'll like reenact a scene or like they'll have the power ranger sequence audio underneath and like they'll be in the scene like lip syncing to the morph right i i, I love this shit because it's so cringy and i send it to her and make her watch it's like five, sometimes they're five minutes long <laughs> like part one part two part three i love it and i told her in the theater i was like whispering i was like hey listen there is a you see in this theater right now two types of nerds right there's two of us living coexisting Mm-hmm. There are the people who are well adjusted to society who like this stupid stuff. Like this is dumb shit. And it's we like they it. grew up with and they like it. Not even grow up with. You just like this dumb shit. Well, you like it. It's stupid. Maybe you got into it through anime. Maybe you maybe. just like it. Cause there's young people here who definitely didn't grow up watching. Cause how the fuck would you? Yeah. People, some kids were like 17 or something. So you're just, you like goofy stuff and that's cool. Yeah. And you use, but there's a line in the sand. <laughs> and posting videos online of you being seriously like in a fun way like trying to do these things which is again i want to say not harmful to anybody yeah it's something you do for fun live your fucking life enjoy it, yeah. it but also it's just cringy yeah it's cringy and that's okay some things are just cringy it's fine and then there's people who have crossed that line and their line is somewhere else i don't know where that line is at but it's not my line it's not my line because my I'm here watching this movie. That's yeah. that's it's a stupid fucking thing. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I, I have no problem with you liking it. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with you talking with about it because I fucking love it too. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I wear a shirt. I'm all about it. I'm all about that stuff. But there's something really cringy of just wearing a trench coat and like wearing fingerless gloves. And maybe it's a movie premiere, so maybe it's different. Maybe it's different. Uh, maybe I could give you a pass because if I was if it was Star Wars, would I feel weird about it? I still would. I still cringe when I see that old video of the people lining up for the Matrix Reloaded, and the one guy <laughs> all in, they're all in trench coats, and the one guy's dressed up as a Sentinel. Like that's still cringy. You mean the Mega sixty four bit where he says, "I am a Sentinel." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star Wars kid, it's cringy. It's okay, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, it's like watching the videos from Star Wars Celebration of grown men crying, yes. and that's cringy. Oh, dude, Disney adults, Tokusatsu oh. adults, dude. Yeah. Like, I say all that to say that the movie theater was the, was everyone was fine. Yes, and no one freaked out, and no one was weird. But yeah. I, I was trying to get a read on the on the room during the movie because mm-hmm. you would expect that, like, the crossover. Venn diagram of tokusatsu fan to anime is pretty large. Yeah, I would assume so. Chances are, if you like tokusatsu, you like anime. Just yeah. chances are, right? I would now, say yes. I don't know if it goes the opposite way, but it definitely probably is. Yeah, no, like it's definitely not. It's definitely not like if, if you, you like tokusatsu, I would. Yeah, I'd say it's like ninety percent chance that you also like anime. Right, and I think that I'm in the smaller realm. Which is that you just really like tokusatsu? I just like tokusatsu. Yeah, right. And like, I, I, I think anime is fine, and I, I like some anime, but yeah. I'm not like a, I'm not like you. You're not an anime fan. You no, like I'm not series, but you're not like an actual fan, right? Yeah. And even like when I yeah. see like they're making the Garo anime, I go, eh. 
<laughs> just watch Garo. Like, don't watch. Why right. watch? Like, I like the beauty of the filmmaking that is Tokusatsu. Yeah. Like, it to- takes Tokusatsu away. Is it Tokusatsu? Is it anime? Like, no, it's not. No. Because Tokusatsu is the process of making it, like, in fucking on camera. Right. Yeah. But the room, I couldn't tell, dude. During the whole movie, I was trying to feel out the room. Mm-hmm. And it was so ambiguous of how people were feeling. Because mm. when I was watching it, I was getting visibly upset. Like, frustrated. Not because oh. of the way the movie looked. Or the way that the, the, the costumes were. Or the way the acting was. Because all that was fine. What blew my mind was a just purely narrative decision to make an incoherent movie. Yeah, I didn't know if that was just like me not knowing the original series or not, or if it was the movie itself. But it definitely felt like I got lost a couple of times about Bro, what we were actually trying to do. This movie, his Ano's choice to t- tell a shitty narrative blows Is it my mind. Shitty because he's like trying to truncate the whole series into like a two-hour movie. I would say no. Like is it like I, is, I would say like is the whole plot of the movie basically what the original series is or is it like completely different? I mean the it's a mix it's a mixed bag because definitely like he le- Hongo leaves at some point in the middle of the series and you get Ichimanji to come in the, and then whatever. Mm-hmm. But like just the choice to not start with lab science hmm. of him being worked on is to me blows my mind and like there's no good way to explain to me as a narrative in a film for people who maybe who have never even seen like my wife who've never even heard of Kamen Rider yeah. to just not start with him trapped in a lab being worked on hmm. and then cut to him escaped. Like even if it's a flashback, the narrative choice to make it so jumbled combined with this editing style that is so trash. Yeah. I think that's my biggest, that was my biggest complaint in general, which is, and it's particularly bad during the fight scenes, but the oh editing, the editing of it was like so jumbled. It was very confusing to figure out like what was going on during the majority of these fight scenes. Yeah, dude, this is Tokusatsu. Yeah, you know, I don't need you to be doing Bruce Lee shit. Yeah, it's okay if they look stupid when they're fighting as yeah. people in rubber suits. But pull the, the camera was back. Like Liam Neeson taken. Yes, like, it's fucking born. It yeah, it was born shit. Pull the camera back. Let the stunt actor, let the stu- the yeah. suit performer punch the rope, the goofy person in the face. Like pull it back. Yeah, it's simple as this. If you want to make it, you want to make it. You say you're trying to make campy, trying to be original to the show. The editing and narrative action is so completely not similar at all. Right. Like the, for all the things that were similar, the music, mm-hmm. the the kind of the way they talk, the Japanese style of talking in these kind of shows, for all the things that are similar there, the narrative, the actual narrative writing and progression of the movie, mm-hmm. besides being lightning fast, it's is really full hard. of complete just bullshit, which is his style. Well. That's yeah. an Ano thing. And that's exactly, if you fla- flash back to fucking three years ago, my number one concern was, is Shin Kamen Rider going to be Ano'd? It fucking was. Uh-huh. It was. Is it? Is that a bad thing? For some people. For someone like me who, I think Kamen Rider, 
can be told in a, as it is every year, as it is every single year for the last 40 fucking years or however many, yeah. 30 years every year, you can tell these stories in a very particular way, yeah. which is opening episode one. You can take that concept of just telling that narrative and the origin story real quick and concise and it works out fine. They do it every single year to sell toys. It works out fine. Yeah. You don't have to redo that part to be memento or whatever the fuck you're trying to do. Cause to me, my wife yeah. said to me, she goes, what happened in this movie? Yeah. That's a bad thing for yeah. someone who's never oh, seen Rider at all. A children's TV show about yeah. people in rubber suits fighting rubber suit people yeah. to go. What was the whole point? I don't, I mean, I think that's the biggest problem I have with it, which is, I feel like it started off fairly simple with the concept of, okay, we've got to defeat Shocker. Yeah. I was like, okay, and you're going to defeat their four, like, hybrid people. I was like, okay, got it. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. I don't understand why they didn't face the Scorpion Lady. I think it was, I guess there was some line about the fact that other people's powers don't work against her so they yeah. had to like just shoot her in the fucking face um yeah which also was weird because she also looks the most different from anybody else as right. far as like these i don't remember what they're called it's fucking scorpina from power rangers dude yeah she looks like is. just she just looks like scorpina like everybody else has like the spider guy's got his cool helmet the wasp lady has like her transformation into her fucking daft punk looking shit yeah you have the fucking mantis uh, what the whatever the fuck he was, Chameleon Mantis guy, Batman. Yeah, and the Batman was like he was just a fucking bat. Like, yeah. And then you just had her was just like she didn't even look like Perk Scorpion. Like she had a scorpion tail for her hair, and, and that hand. was it. Huh? She's the only that actually had like a like a, her hand was a scorpion. Tail. Oh yeah, she had a scorpion hand, but then she yeah. also had like like fembot. Lackeys that had like riot shields, and then they all just get well, shot. They, and then they she all had that. The, the spider guy had those too, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. Hers, his were more. I don't know. Her, the whole sequence with her in general was just really weird. And then I was like, okay, so they got this because then you have to have you have to have her defeated so that you can kill the wasp lady because her the scorpion venom is the only thing that's going to kill her because common rider's not going to kill her. I guess. Um, and then I didn't get the Ichimanji shit at first. Like, I didn't realize he was brainwashed. I thought he was just, like, part of the thing. And then she's like, no, you're brainwashed. I was like, uh. <laughs> that was not made clear that he was brainwashed. I thought I he was, was just, really like, on her side. That, like, I don't know why I, I had the hope that they were going to show, like, the, the shocker uh, grunt. I mean, they showed some of them, right? The guys they, with like they definitely the... they had them there, but they didn't have them in the costume. Oh yeah, no, they weren't. Like, oh man, they're, they're they had their, they looked they're like gonna... yeah, they had their like diamond face masks or whatever the fuck yeah. those things were. I was hoping they would have them in the stupid costumes because it would have been funny. Yeah, and like my, I have a lot to say because it's a lot. I think a lot of it's a lot of this movie's wrong. Not even in, not even in connections to the original show because I don't know the 71 series or whatever year 70 yeah. i don't know the series to the t like that right. i just don't i just it's one that i watched a couple times for the history of it mm -hmm. and then 
move on to the next thing to get to the ones I like, which are Dragon yeah. Man and card ones and whatever, right? Yeah. But as a movie, there's just some choices here that boggle my mind because mm-hmm. you give me this massive info dump at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I didn't which like is that at so all. so anime. It's so anime to do it that made, stuff. It makes no sense. Yeah, it does not work have... with real people, dude. Like as yeah. a film, stuff like that does not work. It it becomes so clunky looking, and you can say, "Oh, well, it's camp," but it's not camp. It's just bad. It's just a bad Uh-oh. choice to do an info dump like that. I, I mean, it, it felt more abrupt because you started off with the motorcycle chase and the action scene against the lackeys yeah. or whatever and then he goes away and then yeah he meets up with the professor and proceeds to have like a three minute long info dump and that first fight sequence you're talking about with the when were no, that was the most atro- atrocious one where i was like oh this is editing oh. terrible and they released that months ago and i watched it and i was like i really hope i really hope this is not what they're gonna do and it's just, it's just one for one i mean i like that it was bloody but like other than that it was like i don't i i couldn't even tell like what was going on half the time yeah, I thought it was going to be, okay, the first fight is going to be so quick and so fast because we're seeing that he's superpowered. Yeah. And then the f- subsequent fights will be slowed down to actually allow him to be, you know, regular fighting. Yeah. The last the fight was a little bit better with it. At least it was, like, not, like, editing it to shit. Yeah. But then it was also, like, Butterfly Man with, like, his weird spirit powers. I don't even know what the fuck was going on with that. He's, he's um, doing that Ryu move in the new game where he like does. Yeah, he just kept going. He just kept pushing, and I was like, "Is this supposed yeah. to hurt them?" Like, I don't understand what's going on. And then they had like internal bleeding for some reason. That fight, that fight sequence is. Terrible. Um, I like the butterfly man suit. The suit looked cool. cool. Suit. Yeah, cool suit. But um, but you get this, you get this narrative plot like his scripting to be like, okay, we're gonna have this three minute long info dump, which yeah. you would not have to give me the info dump if you just showed me that sequence at the beginning of the movie yeah just show me him you can even start the movie because it's a long movie it's not it's a short movie no yeah it's it's like a two hour long movie yeah right you can have it be where he's just a guy and you can cut him being kidnapped by shocker yeah and then being worked on in in quick succession him being worked on strapped down to the the thing Mm -hmm. being transformed Given the suit, being brainwashed, and not it not working completely, him being you can do all that in the same yeah. amount of time. To where instead of having the doctor tell me about Shocker, we can see what Shocker does firsthand. Yeah, and that well, and also the exposition doesn't make any sense because you start off with this chase, and it kind of seems like I don't know. It seemed like he had some knowledge. Some, some knowledge of i felt like but then you get to the cabin and he's like completely baffled the effects look cool of him like looking half mantis or grasshopper whatever the fuck the effects on that look cool but yeah and then i don't know and then it's also the sequence is weird because yeah they have the flashbacks so it's like okay so you did shoot you did some coverage of the fact that like he was transformed and like the people in the lab and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. they have him they have it be like some weird PTSD flashback that he has, yeah. which doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. Also just his relationship with the girl in general was weird. I didn't like it at all. It felt very forced, very forced, no chemistry at all. No, no emotional stakes because none of the characters had any growth. Yeah. And which yeah, is, again, maybe, a, 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 I guess a narrative on the fact that she's supposed to be like a computer, but yeah. I was like, I don't know. Well, it's also like Hongo in general has like, 
no emotional depth to him. No. Like he's he just looks like, cool. He looks cool, but like he's just a sad sack and nice he just, hair. stuff just happens to him. Like he doesn't actually yeah. participate in actually doing anything. He's never an active thing except for like a couple no, of No, he's not an active but... protagonist. Like Ichimanji is an active protagonist, and that's why I like him yeah. better. But yeah, Hongo is like very passive. Like stuff is just happening to him and he's just reacting. And you know, and there's a thing with the choice. The uh, I have an issue with the choice. His choice, almost choice to 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 just tell the story where there is no stakes because they tell me they tell me their stakes. Yeah, involved. I mean, I think that's the biggest part. It's not that there aren't stakes, but yeah, the the consequences of this of the supposed stakes are not apparent. They're not apparent and they're not apparent because of two reasons, I think. Yeah. Or it was Billy reasons probably, but but two that show up to me. One, just again, the script itself. Yeah. The way that the movie flows along is so terrible in terms of how they're telling the story. Hmm. The beat by beat elements to me could have been so much more effective if you just told it in a traditional way. Take an episode of a TV show and let's follow those patterns. Yeah. Right? Opening pro- opening problem here. Monster I mean, you probably could have taken boop, a boop, boop, bigger boop, page boop. out of the book from, like, fucking Shin Ultraman. Because that was, like, a much more easily told and easy to follow story, I feel like, for me at least. Or you can literally just take it from a superhero movie. That's That too. You could just take it from fucking Captain America. Yeah, you could just do Captain America. Here's a guy. He is kidnapped. He's put into a machine. He's transformed. Now he has a suit down. Now he fights the bad guy. Smaller fight. Bigger fight. wow it's almost as though it's the same fucking thing right whatever fine but my but you take that aside every character has no depth or no growth or no angst or no anything it's one-dimensional characters that's kind of lame yeah. The worst part about the about Shin, Shin Kamen Rider in terms of its just overall delivery device of this campy show is the fact that it's ugly. Mm. It it looks cheap. It looks like it's made really cheaply. The effects are cheap, except for a couple of cool shots. Where like we talk about the like the half grasshopper stuff. Yeah, the suits look cool, but it looks like it's made for TV. And when you compare this movie to an American movie. Mm, it's yeah. infinitely cheaper looking. My wife said to me, "So is this a niche thing that they weren't really using a lot of money for?" Well, no. Yeah. I said this yeah. is one of the biggest things in Japan. Yeah. If you're 55 to 60 something, you were a kid and you love this thing. Yeah. This thing has been being made every year since 1990 something, every year. Yeah. Since like 1997, eight, every year has been a franchise of the show. It's a massive toy seller. It's huge. Yeah, it's one of the biggest franchises in Japan. And Zach, tell me if her statement is not right. It does. Not, it looks fucking cheap. Yeah, I think there are definitely moments that looked cheap. The bat sequence. Yeah, the bat sequence was not good. And she said to me, "Why is every sequence in an open place? Yeah. There's no people. There's no civilians. There's no people. There's also always factories. Warehouses. Other people there. He immediately kills them all. And I was like, right. oh." It's warehouses, open green screens, it's it's closed off soundstage, like all these things that ruin it for be- like it, I can take that as a show. Yeah. This is a movie. 
it's clear that he was trying to have it too much be just like the show and yeah it's you've got to translate it and make it work for film because just because it worked for the tv yeah. show does not mean it's going to work it should not just be here's the four bad guys at their bases and we walk yeah. to their base and go okay we're here let's fight so i mean it's bad when like one of the most interesting visual parts of the whole movie is the wasp girl's lair and that's just like a fucking room just a room so that all, all those things make the movie boring looking yeah. Right. It's empty looking. It's ugly. Editing choice of these really just lackadaisical cinematography. Yeah. Like the static shots, just a lot of static shots, a lot of wide shots. Some shots look really great wide. Some shots look really killer in that that angle. Yeah. But so much of it's boring cinematography cut with terrible fight sequences that are just yeah. so cut to hell that you can't see what the fuck's happening. And then there's no actual choreography going on that we can tell if there was one, it's all on the editing floor. Yeah. So you have all these things combined with boring characters, cool looking suits, but then you can never really see them in motion. They're just static. Yeah. With a weird narrative that is so jumbled and just full of stuff. Yeah. And you can, I don't know what the hell the butterfly guy was trying to do. (laughs) Send them all to a dimension. Dude, that fucking was. It was. It was. I took it as he was sitting like some weird computer chair, and he had like spider thread coming out of his. I I took it as he he was trying to do the Naruto Endgame plot. I was going to say, was that what he was trying to do? He's fucking do the fucking Madara shit of sending everybody to the fucking dream world. I think so, right? But like, there's there's so much of the movie that I was watching it, being like, this movie is long. Yeah. Fun with a long length, but dude, like, what are these choices being made? Like, what are these choices? Yeah. And the biggest offender besides the fact that the action was so terrible because mm. it's common writer. I expect at least some, you know, Kirk versus the, the Gorn. The was not that bad. Which one? The Dark Riders when they have the motorcycle fight in the tunnel. Oh, I hated that, dude. I didn't mind that one. Because here, here's my bigger problem. Here's, the, here's my other problem I have in this movie. Yeah. Having the super CG T-pose stuff works with Ultraman. Yeah. Ultraman's an alien, having him be this really stupidly lacked, lazy animation yeah. works for Ultraman. It does not work in Kamen Rider. So mm. much animation in this that's CG, it looks the exact same. Mm. Like, just super static, moving around, no, no breathing, no nothing. Just terrible animation. Mm. Does not work for Kamen Rider. These are people in suits. It should look good. Ultraman... You can pull it off because he's an alien and it actually adds to the vibe of that's not human anymore. Yeah. Right. With Kamen Rider, some of the, the CG stuff just looks rough and the fights, the bite fight yeah. sequence is cool, except where it's like so dark to get it to it's not have dark, to yeah. show you anything. Yeah. The coolest part of the movie, which is the least Kamen Rider thing on the planet was Dragon Ball Z fight. Yeah. And that looked terrible. <laughs> Just the, 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 the actual models. Yeah. Think about that fight and put it through the lens of a Marvel flick. Mm-hmm. We're going to get close-ups. Even put it through a Dragon Ball. Put it through an anime fight. Yeah. We're going to get close-ups of Vegeta getting punched. Ugh, right? mm-hmm. Ugh, and we're going to see it come away. This whole That whole sequence was just pulled out wide so we can have to animate small little miniatures bouncing yeah. around. And it looked cool in concept but this is common right when the fuck do they do that yeah 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, I take all that stuff and I put it in my brain. I go, was this Conrad? What the fuck was this movie? Because like, yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, Ichimanji and Hongo's first fight was yeah probably one of the coolest fights in the whole movie. But yeah, Which I is mean, saying, for me, saying yeah. very little to me. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, I like the trans. I mean, I didn't. I don't know. I did really like the butterfly guy's look, but the fight cool. Yeah, the they fight was awesome. Was, the fight was kind of boring. The fight was boring. Yeah. If the whole fight is me putting my hands on you, lame. It's him fucking doing the fucking yun fucking rush yeah. punch just like over and over again with like lame. white cum energy like on his. I had no fear of shocker. Yeah. Shocker to me was supposed to be like this. This whole is he supposed to be part of shocker? The butterfly. Potentially, I guess, but like this, like this, like had this whole. Show me the hordes of enemies. Yeah. What are the hordes of enemies? I literally walked out of the theater and told my wife. There definitely wasn't enough putties in this movie. I wanted no. more putties. I told my wife, I was like, listen, they redid this movie in 2009, mm-hmm. 2008. It was called Come Right of the First. Mm-hmm. And I could be thinking here just through pure nostalgia of being like in high school, but I think I like that movie more because it was mm-hmm. more coherent. The suits looked better. It looked interesting it was more modernized with the fights and was like it similar again, this to is this the... movie like in general sorry was it similar to this movie like in general yeah yeah it was similar just fucking told in a better narrative way hmm. opens up with what him in the fucking lab <laughs> you know what oh, i mean like there you I, go. I just think that like again i haven't seen the movie in a while so i could be completely wrong but like mm-hmm. i it was it's a modern toku right made with modern means in mm-hmm. this movie shin Coleman writer is a modern toku told through the lens of an older fan who I don't think watches modern tokusatsu. I just don't think he watches modern tokusatsu. And that's not good because you're telling the show through what your lens, it's probably fine for people who like his work, but Mm -hmm. for me, who is not a fan of his work, I just see a jumbled mess. I don't know about you. No, I definitely saw a jumbled mess. Um, I was definitely confused at multiple points in the movie as to where where we were actually going with the plot, um, which is not where I want to be at um, when I'm watching something like this. Um, and I feel like I shouldn't be at Lee like that. Like it's like Power Rangers, common writer, yeah. like Tokusatsu level of storytelling. Like it's, I shouldn't be confused about what's happening. Like you are an adult person. Like they can be. De- you can be. De- you can have a deep story and still have it be easy to follow. You are an adult person. You yeah. should. And this is for kids. Like, yeah. Even if it's told through for adults, you should know exactly where we're at. Yeah. And everyone's motivations and everyone's everything. And you should not have to worry about yeah. something so simplistic as, or so like convoluted as a simplistic pot as we walk to your building and fight, which is like, that's what he's doing. It's like, yeah, the whole movie is we walk to your building and we fight, but yet he tells it in such a stupid way. Hmm. hmm. No. I don't get how the reviews were so were decent on this movie. I mean, they're not looking that decent right now. Well, I guess Rotten Tomatoes is pretty high, but IMDb is like a six point six. So I feel like it's just a bunch of freaking not Tokusatsu fans critics review, reviewing. Is like mm. it just. It but just even if you're not me. a Tokusatsu fan, I feel like you'd harsh. You'd probably judge it even worse because you have no connection to the series at all. Maybe they're like, oh, it's so artistic. They're just so art- it's so artistic. I don't Let know. me ask you this, Zach. 
so uh, since you are a casual fan and you obviously comparatively you haven't seen as many Comrade series as I yeah. have, um, but you are a Godzilla fan. You've seen a lot of Godzilla, I Godzilla movies I haven't seen. Tell me that Godzilla movies aren't made the same way every single time. Oh no, they're very similar. They're all the same, right? Opening of humans on a boat, maybe I mean, somewhere. It's usually the opening is some sort of introduction to the villains through the human characters, uh, right? Then that villain, that villain monster coming, precipitates the return of Godzilla. Humans, some somehow... reporter or government official is going to go yes. investigate the appearance. Of... A reporter, they're investigating whatever is causing the villain monster to come back, which is somehow related to some sort of human level decision catastrophe yeah uh and then godzilla shows up and then everybody thinks godzilla's evil. smaller fight yes well, smaller, really fight. Like smaller fight it's normally just like initial fight godzilla usually gets beaten then you come back for the big right. fight at the end bigger fight he wins yeah every 60 years how, how many fucking years it has been since 19 something something yeah the one movie that doesn't do that shin, shin godzilla yeah, shin godzilla well, Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Well, and obviously, I mean, he's told the original Godzilla. He's the, the original Godzilla doesn't really do that, right? Because obviously, he's, he's the bad guy, so we get it. Yeah. That movie sucks, Dick. <laughs> that movie's terrible. The movie sucks. I would rather watch fucking Godzilla 2014 again. I don't mind 2014 Godzilla. I, that movie sucked too. But we talked I, about it before. I'll but. watch it, right? But the point being. The Godzilla formula works. Yeah. The common writer formula works. Yeah. This is for children. Yeah. Even though it's a bunch of neck beards watching it, it's supposed to show It's supposed to be for kids. Kids to come back and watch a thing that their dads or grandpas liked. Yeah. Right? And that's why Ultraman was so liked, I uh -huh. thought. Like because it was told in an Ultraman way science team is doing science team shit like that's mm -hmm. people liked it for that yeah and you can take away the cheapness of this movie because to me Japanese movies just don't clearly have the budget yeah I think it's just something about Japanese movies in general they just don't yeah they just don't have as much money that um, they just don't put as much money into it. Because this goes back to me looking at the Devilman live action, the Kashurin live action. Yeah, they just don't look good. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't think that they have the Japanese the Bleach whatever, live action, the Full Metal live action. They just they look like trash. Yeah, they just don't have the budget that American Hollywood is able to put behind a lot of their movies. Right, I mean, and, these are supposed to be like their big budget movies. Yeah, and they look crappy. Yeah, and you combine that with this weird editing, weird storytelling, and yeah. then this, the visuals just mm -hmm. look. And there's so much promise in this movie too, because like I was like really hoping a lot for this movie when there's the opening sequence when they're walking back to in the beginning of the movie when they're walking back to um what's her name? I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name either. Rio Ruiki. Yeah. I think so. Like Ryoko? I can't remember. They're walking back to her like secret lab, secret yeah. empty room. Um, and the motorcycle is driving itself. 
Yeah, I saw that. I, I, I love this, that. This is, this is fun stuff. This is like a fun stuff. He's like, he's wearing the suit, the trench coat. It looks cool. Then they didn't do anything else with that motorcycle, like Nothing. doing that for the rest of the movie. And I was like, that was what? cool, man. That was fun, like showing that the motorcycle has like its own like kind of personality yeah. a little bit. And they go, go into the house, and then the the government is at her table. It's set up conveniently placed where they're sitting in the corner. Like, what are we? What the fuck? This is stupid. Yeah. Does uh, from a from a non-movie like the way you set up a room you don't have a fucking table in the fucking no, corner in the corner that, of the room it immediately faces the entrance yeah and especially if you're the government you know this person just ran away these people yeah. are also like enhanced individuals why would you just hang out there yeah maybe be outside their house like why break in yeah like we know this guy can turn into a freaking grasshopper monster and punch you to death why would you yeah what are you doing so just like those things really make make it hard for me to like the movie man really made it hard for me to like the movie yeah music was cool i get it M- music was really cool i liked the music a lot i felt like there was a lot of nostalgia stings with the music for sure yeah i think so too and I, and I really liked it but none of it to me was super uplifting i was waiting for that really uplifting heroic crescendo mm. moment there really and, wasn't even a heroic moment in this movie really no well, I mean, at the end, they said I guess they it's said him those names. sacrificing himself, basically. Yeah, yeah, I felt unnecessary. Yeah, it felt like you just walked away. I mean, it felt nice because then it's like, oh, Ichimanji's the main writer. Sweet, I'd rather, I'd much rather watch him. Yeah, oh, me too. But like, I feel like even at the end sequence, like I was getting annoyed because they said each other's names like seventeen thousand times. Yeah, where he's like, right, Hongo, let's go, Ichimanji. Let's go, right, Hongo. What the? F- Why are we saying our names so much, dude? Yeah. Well, then, and then it, what was it? And there's that one sequence where he says his name like three different times because he keeps telling him he's like, "Oh, you have to be so formal." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Stop calling me that. Blah blah. It just, dude. What have we? Yeah. I told my wife, I was like, "Listen, I think this guy, his name is Hidekiano. He sucks. <laughs> I think he has the George Lucas problem." Oh, where nobody's talking like, now. Yo, hey, well, that too. But hey. You have really good ideas, but let's let Lawrence Kasdan write and direct, write your movie. Like, let's mm. let someone else write this because you can't write people. Yeah. Like, you have really cool concepts, but we need to put it in a better way because you just cannot do this. Yeah. Because I watched this movie and I thought this was a YouTube movie. Like, the quality of this is a YouTube movie. Mm. Like, even the props, while they look really sick. Mm-hmm. It felt like, hey, we have one wasp suit, so let's not. Let's not have them actually do anything because if we break it, we're fucked. Yeah. What? Yeah, that is kind of. So do we all have, do we do we now all have wasp bullets to kill people? Then why we need these? Why we need people then? Yeah. Yeah, that part didn't make any sense to me. No. It didn't. I don't know. And then the fact that there was like a secret fifth, whatever the fuck they're called, hybrid, and he's like, yeah. oh. I'm a super extra secret hybrid that yeah. can go invisible, and then I kill the fucking girl, and then I don't know. And then I have a five. For some minute... reason, you were emotionally invested in her, but she's dead now. But I never did, and I had a five minute will video that was really stupid. The whole sequence was stupid. Oh man, what's the plot? Yeah. Like? Well, here's how we here's how we win. I we put my helmet on him. Yeah, that probably made no sense. It still didn't make any sense. He was like, I have a plan. I was like, okay, cool. Like, we're going to find... 
It's like, I'm going to fucking put my helmet on his helmet. And it's like, huh? That's yeah. how we're going to win? So, you know, uh, you know what I was talking about? The whole animation was stupid. Was mm. all the spins. All the jump, front flip, spin, somersaults. Oh, yeah. 55 spins. I felt spins. very Power Rangers. They just spin one time. Yeah. <laughs> they just jump one time and do one flip and then kick. They aren't doing yeah. like... This like super duper spin. Oh yeah, shit. And like his yeah, like his speedball shit when he. That's did, that fucking Ultraman dumb looking. He only does that Ultra- against. I think he does it against the spider and the bat, and that's it. I don't think he does it any. But like, it looks so stupid. It looked it very so weird, goofy, and like it looks so cheap. Also, he like took the fucking thing and just like the cursor to animate, just like spins it around a thousand yeah. times. Ultraman had moments like that, mm-hmm. and it looks the same in this, and it does not work. Yeah. It does not. It looks stupid. Like the whole point of this is that that it like it's stupid because it, it, it Comrade looks goofy because it's cheap. It's people in suits, but we're working with what we got. Yeah, making it CG ruins some of that. Mm. You should yeah. just had a guy in the suit jump on a trampoline, do a front flip, cut to a hard part of him doing the kick, end it there, and it can look campy as it is because it's a guy in a suit doing a front flip and then kicking someone. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely moments where, like, the CGI, you could use CGI, but I think it sh- it's definitely one of those things where it probably should have been used more sparingly. I feel like they used yeah. it a little bit. I do much. not know which one of these had a bigger budget. I'm going to give you two- a proposal. Okay. Or I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to give me an answer and be truthful. Okay. And remove your Hidekiano biases. Okay. And obviously one is a show and one's a movie. Okay. At the end of the movie, did you not think to yourself, man, Black Sun was better? Oh, yeah, no, 100%. I enjoyed Black Sun a lot more. Sets, people, the world felt more interesting. The narrative was coherent? The narrative was coherent. The suits looked cool. No. The monsters, there were actually cool monsters. No. Uh, cool. The fight scenes were in traditional sense where we're actually watching people punch and kick. Yeah. Henshin sequence, stakes, character I actually stakes. want to fa- say that I feel like Black Sun's budget was more expensive because it's a TV show. You, you would you would think so, but at the same time, like, I don't know Japanese stuff, but like, because movies are expensive in America. It's true, they are. Shows don't cost $500 million to make unless it's an HBO show and you're putting money into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless it's like The Last of Us or something like that, yeah. But like, there's common writer stuff is not that expensive. They, the whole point is that it's cheap to make toys. Yeah. But like, you you look at the quality of just the storytelling, which is the most important part for a kids show, and they look cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I just Black Sun really hit the nail on the head, man. Yeah, it did. With especially with, and I was again telling my wife, nerding out my wife about this, but like. I was watching Black Sun and I forgot he henshins. Yeah. I was like, this is the show. He just turns into a monster and he fights and that's Black Sun. Or he's that, that's, that's him. Mm-hmm. And then when he actually turned into Black, yeah. I got goosebumps. I was like, this, I was like, I forgot he did, I forgot this is the show. I forgot that he has this power. I forgot, mm-hmm. I thought he was henshining the whole time. You know? I was like, yeah. oh, okay, and I was and I was in. I was like, okay, cool. That's that's him. That's it. Yeah. And then when he fucking did it, I was like, oh, dude. Like I for 
of course he has a belt. Of course. I for completely freaking forgot he's going to actually do a thing. Yeah. And then watching Shin Kamen Rider, uh, not, no po- given point at all was I like goosebumps. No. Oh, cool. Awesome. All right. No. That's oh, right. Yeah, here we go. Even when the first time I see the rider kick, it should be a fucking moment. Yeah. To see a rider kick. And did you feel that at all when he did the rider kick? No. Well, his first rider kick was against Spider Dude. It should that... have been like fucking momentous. It should be like super impactful and like I mean, I think that was another part of the movie as well, which is it feels like even with the action that they did show, it didn't feel like there was a lot of impact to anything. I, yeah, like they tried to show it with like, you know, the fucking craters that people would leave behind or shit like that when like in these big fights, but I didn't. But then they die by dissolving. Yeah. It, it feels like that like kills the whole thing in general. Cause that's not a very impactful way to die. You just like turn into fucking bubbles. It should be like the wider kick should make you explode. Yeah. Something Which is like what that. most of the time it does, or something, you know? Something more dramatic than just like, oh, you turned into a puddle of bubbles. How the hell does Power Rangers and Super Sentai get it better than anime director? God damn it, dude. I swear to God. Oh, I lost you again. This fucking connection. Like, it's not hard to do it. Uh-oh. Yeah, you know, yeah. have him charge. No, not even charge up the kick. Yeah. Well, no, so you don't he just jumps and does it. Like, not even like, like in like you see in Black Sun, they or even anything they do, like they he'll like get ready in the pose, get mm. the foot ready, arch the foot a little bit, go into the dirt, glowing, like glow yeah. the. F- I don't know something to give me like indication that this is gonna be, like the final attack. Yeah. This is an anime director, bro. I don't know. It seems like he's never really been a fan of anime, though. He went to the anime school. Yeah, but ever At since least according Evangelion, to Blazes. like he's like done everything he can to not do anime. I don't know, man. Like I, Evangelion, he was like, "Oh, I'd rather work on actual movies for like ten years." Yeah, and let people wait for the fucking fourth. I mean, movie. I get that the original Kamen series doesn't have all this flash and pizzazz, but like, you got to do that. It's this yeah. 2023. You gotta add something modern to it. I mean, yeah. I don't know what the what the old school fan base feels because even if I can take or leave all the special effect choices, mm-hmm. but I cannot forgive just the story, the way yeah. they tell the story. It just it's just so ugly. Yeah, I don't know. Two out of two out of five, man. Oh wow, yeah, two, two out of it's five. like a three out of five for me. So. I think th- three out of five was my initial feeling, but then I sat on it, hmm. and then I watched Spider Man, which is a cartoon, and I was like, "Oh wait, dude, this <laughs> fucking so much better, dude." Yeah. Uh, two out of five, it's it's terrible. Yeah, it makes me want to go watch the first and see if I still feel the same about how much better it is. I, I just I don't want to watch the first now and see what's different. Just go on YouTube and watch like one fight scene and yeah. be like, "Oh wow, this is like." so much fucking better yeah it's just it's, it blows my mind man hmm. zach any other thoughts man about shin common rider no not not much else i mean i like we said i enjoyed the suits i think they looked cool the designs for the uh villains looked interesting at least wasp and spider did 
that I mean is he's just a bat. And then uh that fight was Scorpina was just Scorpina. Actually the Mantis Chameleon one was kinda interesting because I like the split yeah. like two face motif. So I was like, okay, I can dig that. Praying Mantis yeah. and Chameleon, okay. I don't think I usually wouldn't think of those two animals as like being compatible with each other, but sure. No, yeah, yeah that's cool. Cool, cool suit, um, cool yeah, concept, cool um, suit, cool concept. Ichimanji, I really only want a sequel to this because I want more Ichimanji because I liked his character a lot. I was glad they finally gave him his real suit at the end, like that a lot. I was about to say his real suit, yeah, because I was looking in, and even in the first one, it looks like he's supposed to have like a completely different coloring from. Yeah, it's the super green suit. Yeah. When they gave it to him, I was like, this is sick. They gave, they gave him the final suit finally. Yeah, his he's got like suit. an aqua green type color. Yeah. So, uh, but what a letdown. Yeah. What not a as, letdown, man. Not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. I, I had, I did have high hopes for it because I knew that I was going to suck. And I, I hate to say that I was right. Yeah. I hate to say that I was right. Because I knew that this guy was going to botch this. Hmm. And he has more of a love for it than me. From everything that we've seen, yeah. For this particular, like, season, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, I think it just went into the familiar trapping of, yeah, this is writing being too complicated for its own good. There's something about, I'll end it on this and ask ask you this before we end the pod. Okay. Wes Anderson. Uh-huh. has a style that he likes to stick to. He's It's very consistent. He's consistent color palette, editing choice, cinematography, his, the way he writes dialogue. Mm-hmm. Everything is very him. Yeah. Specific. But every movie he makes, it's still evolving that style to add new things in, remove certain things. It creates a new thing but still is very much Wes Anderson right yeah and every time he makes a movie it's still successful like, there's no way you can sit there and say Grand Budapest is the same as Tenenbaums but it's the same but it's not the same yeah I mean it's stylistically the same but it's, they're very different movies Yeah, but they're also stylistically not the same but they are the same you see what I'm saying? Like, there's so much that he does, he adds into Budapest that's still different from Tenenbaums, but it's still the same thing he's doing. Yeah, I could see that. Like, ways certain things are shot are not in Tenenbaum for the way yeah. the movie is made, but there's still the same Wes Anderson vision that you can go, okay, I see this is the same guy. Yeah, I can see that. You watch Bottle Rocket. It's not the same oh, as yeah, no. fucking Tenenbaum. Right. But it's similar to fucking Jason Schwartzman in the school movie. Yeah. Like so there's there's a thing where he's ev- evolving his style the whole time while still maintaining a style that is clearly his. Yeah. It is time for Adekiano to either get off the fucking movie shitter or evolve his shit. Because this is not the same, it's not even Galleon. Yeah. He's making the same movie over and over and over again, and it's not working. I was half expecting to have, like, the Godzilla stinger where, for some reason, you just have some otherworldly shit pop out at the end of the movie. Yeah. That makes like, it's no just, sense. It's, it is not working for me, man. Like, maybe other people it does, but it does not 
it yeah, is not know. succeeding. It's time to make a different movie. I mean, Shin Godzilla I was fine with, but this one was, I don't know, this one was rougher. This movie, this property needs standard. Yeah. Tell a good story. Make funny moments. Introduce cool characters. Have cool fights. That's it. Yeah. That is all you need. You do not need any of this dumb stuff. It's all you can do is bog you down. And it did. Yeah, it definitely. Because now you have now you have a fucking fight sequence with a, with a CGI bat that looks stupid in the middle of an open, empty fucking auditorium. Yeah. This is a movie. Or a rail yard. Or a rail that, and that's common rider royalty rail yards. I'm fine with that. But it usually starts in a fucking city. Yeah. And then we magically jump away to empty place to fight because it says I'm f- I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with mountainside. That's that's where that shit this is where this stuff began. But walk mm-hmm. into a place, fight empty room. What are we doing? Yeah. Am I we're gonna walk into the wasp lair and not even fight her bad guys until the until later? Yeah, I mean I think that's the biggest thing is yeah, I mean it's what we've been saying the whole time, which is that it just doesn't there wasn't a translation from the TV screen to the big screen, and there should have been. And, and not, and you think there would have been? We've been doing this for fucking years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's so easy. Just take yeah. one of those people from the show and be, hey guys, help me out here. I'm making the movie. Yeah. My last thought before we leave, because I already gave the review two out of five for me. Yeah. You, you three out of five. I never, ever, ever, ever want to see your fucking neck. When you're henchened. Mm. I know that in this movie, that's just, it's just a suit you put on and take off. Yeah. I don't care. I never want to see your goddamn neck. It looks stupid. Yeah, it feels weird to have that gap. It looks dumb. Because I can just punch you in the throat then. Yeah. Like, at least in the, in the illusion of Power Rangers, with the white collar or whatever, it's guarded. It's still the suit. So now, if you hit me in the neck... I'm not like gonna die. Yeah. But if I if I'm the gecko guy, I just slice your throat. You're dead. Yeah. Maybe let's build a maybe let's build a little thing here to block my vital neck. Yeah. Oh, just thought. No. I don't know. I was also very confused at the beginning where he definitely looks like he was trapped and gonna get blown up and then somehow he miraculously escapes. And I was like, I thought he used all, all his energy. He should be in pieces. Yeah. Also, it was dumb that he released all his energy anyways. Yeah, it is dumb. And it's stupid. Yeah. It makes no sense. That concept didn't make any sense to me. So it's like... I don't know. I, we don't have to get into the whole thing. Also, how is he? How is his soul put into the helmet? If you fucking got me, dude. How did he get... How her soul was in the fucking Also, helmet. how did he get his helmet to the, the government guy to work on it? I don't even know how her soul was in the fucking helmet. What? So what are you talking about? Oh, you didn't watch the five-minute POV <laughs> video of her fucking talking to the camera for no fucking reason, dude. I don't even know. And it's supposed to be this big horrendous emotional moment, and the whole time, I'm like, get get through this, get get through it. Let's go, wrap it up, dude. Yeah, I don't this know. This movie sucks. <sighs> Shit, dude. I think it's official, right? We can finally agree to this point that Hideki Yano's lame. 
Sure, I'll give it to you. I mean, how do you ruin this? Yeah, I don't know. I get a white guy making Power Rangers the movie in 20-something and ruining it. Even though 25 years before that, we had a really killer Power Rangers movie that looked killer. Yeah. I get messing that up, right? I get that. You're Japanese, bro. It's true. I... Jason, what's up, Michael Bay? I need you to direct and write me a movie of Power Rangers. All right, which one do you want me to do? Yeah. Which one? Tell me. Zio, got you covered. No, I need you to do... Space? Time Force, the movie. (laughs) I already have it done, dude. I already got it done. I'm telling you the same story again. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Higher budget, better effects, better actors. People can actually do karate kicks. We're doing it. Yeah. Jason, we need you to do Masked Rider, but make it good this time. I got you covered. Already there. VR Troopers, we're making it again. Gotcha. Oh, shit. We're good. Script's done. Beetleborgs, bring it back. Oh, dude, we're good. Do you want the you want Japanese or you want Beetleborgs? We want Beetleborgs. Fucking Beetleborgs. we got it. Already there. Because they're very different things. Yes. Because the Japanese show is about aliens. Yeah. And the American one American is about, about comic books. Ghost or some shit. <laughs> comic book ghost man. Elvis yeah. ghost. I'm down with either one. <laughs> it's cool. Hideki Anno, we want you to make... Hey, hey guys, I want to make a reboot of Kamen Rider, the original series. That's awesome. Are you going to make it like the movie that was successful in 2009? No. Nah. Nah. I I made Evangelion. That's what I do. I make things that suck. That's what I do. My style? Trash. (laughs) And people that will say my movies are good, they really, really, they're not good. All I know how to write... Characters that have no emotions or ability to actually fight. That's what I do. Actually, the problem is that his characters have too many emotions. Mostly just... And, uh, and, it, and it makes them immobilized and yeah, unable to actually do anything. It makes them unable to react to anything that's going on in the world around them. I think the only thing that this movie is lacking that Ano is his style is underage girls that yeah, are like true. popular with dudes. Yeah. And then at some point we're gonna make them, we're gonna age them up and the say that they're aged up to get in the damn common rider suit. That's what you need, right? But then we're gonna have the same girls that are young that people like, and to make it not creepy, I'll say they're actually ten years older, but the genes make them not age, so that it's okay in legal reasons <laughs> that to be creepy. I mean, whatever mention, I guess. Yeah, uh, I'm ready to watch something else. <laughs> All right, hey guys, thanks for listening. Check you back next week with more shit the vending machines. See you guys.